Hello and welcome to everyone's favorite podcast without a name. But that was finally short-lived, right, Will? Do we have a name? We do have a name. We promised one last week. We promised one the week before and possibly the week before that. But this week, we do have a name. And what would that name be? That name is Welcome to the Movies. Yes, that is going to be the official title of this podcast. Um, we figure we review a ton of movies and we welcome you to go see them with us. So no better way to title our, our podcast, we, we think. Yes. And we also was like, from now on, you're probably going to hear the episodes open with Will, George, and welcome to the movies. Because honestly, we just love the movies and we feel like the movies is just a great um, thing that can kind of unify all of us. Um, if you love or hate a movie, it's fun to talk about, uh, discuss one. But we kind of came up with this name because Welcome to the Movies. It kind of felt like it was a nice, warm embrace to everyone out there. Um, exactly. So that's kind of how we kind of landed on it. Get a nice community feel to it. And of course, um, we say Welcome to the Movies because we do, um, as much as we love to watch movies at home in our free time, we of course love the movie theater as well. Granted, we're always concerned with everyone's safety with the times that we are in, but um, if you can make it to a movie theater, there's no place that I'd rather see something. Exactly. Which George speaking of going to the theaters, it's less than a week. It's so it's, crazy to think we even get to see it a little bit early. I know. I know Cinemark's doing like a March 2nd advanced screening. Yeah. Very tempted weird. to go to that as well. That's what I was. I, honestly, that was like the closest showing that I found good seats and I was pretty pretty border on it honestly yeah because i don't want to do the same thing that happened with the rise of skywalker where that was the only time you saw it which is i bought three tickets opening weekend and hated it so when i went to go see it the second and third time it was like so dreadful oh yeah see that's why i'm nervous but i don't know these trailers have been really redeeming and i i hope this movie's not going to be a uh as much of a disappointment as that was you know and this movie is not going to have the worst line in movie history like the rise of skywalker did and what is that worst line somehow palpatine returned <laughs> like when i first saw or read that i can't remember i think poe said that but i also think it was in the opening crawl mm-hmm. when they first said somehow palpatine returned i'm like you gotta be fetching kidding me right now that's your explanation for how he came back he just I did. <laughs> I understand that there's probably some explanations in some books or comics out there, but for a plot point as big as Palpatine coming back, that shouldn't be hidden away in a book you have to read. Oh, yeah. No, not you know? at all. Yeah. Uh, but, man, I haven't seen that movie since theaters. I don't know when I'm planning on going to watch it again. I watched it one time at home, but honestly, it was more so I just need something on the background while I was messing on my phone. <laughs> yeah and even then there's yeah i would have picked a different movie for that <laughs> but, uh, but we we need to talk because we have hopefully have a good one coming up a good one coming up mm-hmm. with with yes, batman no oh, yeah. yes we do yeah, yeah yeah hopefully that is great um like i said i want i really want to buy tickets to see it multiple times but I'm also scared, but also at the same time, I really want to. So I, think, I don't know what I'll end up doing. 
I think the nice thing will be is um, even if we see it that day and love it after we walk out of that theater, um, we should be able to find some sort of seats throughout the week to go see it again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> but anyway, since the Batman is next week, that means we're at our last movie of our Batman rewatch series that we've been doing. And the, the movie that we didn't even think of until a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. And possibly, uh, I don't know. I, I hope you like this movie, George, because I just adore it so much. No, it blew me away. And that movie is the Lego Batman movie. Um, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it was, it was totally unexpected, um, especially going into it. Cause, uh, I haven't even seen the Lego movie sequel. I really loved the first Lego movie and I thought that they were doing a Lego Batman movie. And I didn't quite understand why. Yeah. But you can Holy cow. Did they knock this movie out of the park? I know. Right. It's so good for and it's, so many reasons. And yeah. it's, it's so wacky too. Um, just for clarification. So this isn't a, a, a traditional like Batman story because yes, it is set in the DC universe. Yes. It is focused around the Batman, but this is also a like whole United uh, like Warner brothers epic as well. You're not going to find Voldemort in another Batman movie. I can guarantee you that. No, that was bonkers. When, the, when they go into the phantom zone and you see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone well, like, just starts popping out of everywhere. Not even when you first go into the Phantom Zone, but like when uh, Joker's watching the news and it's going over like the villains uh, that put in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. And when I first heard, when I first saw it, I'm like, did I just hear a Vodka Kedavra? And that must have <laughs> been, I must have like misheard that. But actually, I heard that. I heard a lot of things. <laughs> I saw the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. I saw King Kong. I saw Godzilla. I saw the gremlins. I saw a freaking Sauron. Man, it was something else. One of my favorite parts of this movie is, I think it's Godzilla when he's like coming up from the water and he fires like his plasma bolt mm-hmm. at Batman. But then like it hits the eye of Sauron and the eye of Sauron blows up. <laughs> and then like Godzilla is like, well, do, 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 and then he just goes back <laughs> under just the back water. Down. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, I love <sighs> that. It was insane to see like every every person and it meshed so well together. Yeah. Because um, obviously they're not main parts, but it's just it's supposed to say like, hey, Gotham doesn't actually have the baddest guys. This whole entire world just has the baddest guys. Yeah. It doesn't follow the same sort of plot like the Lego movie does, where there's actually a live, uh, like a live action show going on in the background. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And sucks to see that um, there was also plans to do a Super Friends sort of sequel. But unfortunately, uh, Warner Brothers actually lost the rights to Lego and were outbidded by ooh, uh, Universal. Just, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. So, the, um, and the, and so Universal would like to make a DC uh, Lego movie, of course. But the unfortunate thing being Warner Brothers does own the rights to DC, which is how they were able to make this movie. Oh, but man, this movie, how like it's a whole spoof off of like a twisted rom-com, right? Like at the whole first beginning, it's like the whole thing is Batman doesn't say I hate you to the Joker. Yeah. And like Batman's like, I have other villains besides you. And it's the whole uh, thing, how they used kind of like this typical rom-com tropes to kind of drive the plot of the movie i thought was funny mm-hmm. oh man but then how they brought in the random jerry Maguire scenes 
throughout the movie. I was not expecting that. I bet you weren't either. No, not at all. And it's so weird to even like have context that that's something that they do in this universe. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just a sweet, it's a heartwarming story. Um, uh-huh. It's the thing that cracked me up the whole entire time is that Batman never actually removes his mask, except for the one scene where he's apologizing to well, where he's saying, you don't, uh, you can call me dads. Yeah. Or like, or yeah, when he's Bruce Wayne at like the, at like the Gordon's retirement party. Yeah. And Robin comes like that. Hi, my <laughs> name's Richard, but the kids at the orphanage call me Dick. Dick. This can be cruel sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And they played into like this united every single batman movie i feel like we had gotten up until that point because um during the approach with joker he mentions like this is like that time with the two ships and you're like what and then you're like oh my gosh he's talking about the two ships from the dark knight yeah or like when alfred's like i've seen you go through this in 2018 and then another phase in 2008 then in yeah. 2006 then in 1980 <laughs> 1994 1995 and then that weird phase that experimental phase in 1966 <laughs> oh man oh. And then the fact that um, uh, Alfred just has the um, classic Batman costume just under his under his um, uh, tuxedo at all times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like this movie also like not expecting it, but we've been talking about how broken of a man Bruce Wayne and Batman is. Mm-hmm. This movie like plays into that no and it truly shows how broken he is because he he, in this movie he literally doesn't accept that he's bruce wayne it seems like Uh, bruce wayne's the afterthought whereas batman's his primary elias and um goes on to you know how uh rachel um would talk about like uh you're 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 putting a mask he goes i'll get rid of batman but he's she's like no your mask is is bruce wayne yeah that's what this whole movie is it's it's 100 true he, he is not Bruce Wayne. He is Batman. He doesn't have feelings besides uh, like vengeance. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then like the whole thing of like him fearing family mm-hmm. and being a part of a family and how that was also a driving point to it. And then that whole like deep part of like Batman, you're a bad guy for acting this way. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. When he goes down to get judged inside of the Phantom Zone. And yeah it's he's never done anything wrong to people it's just that right the wrong that he did and she and that was the cool thing too is when the brick comes up and describes it to him and it's yeah. like i've never seen someone be classified evil this way or bad this way uh-huh. um, and then giving him that second chance which was really really um it was cool and that whole ending sequence when he's you're like uh he has to go back because he made a promise uh-huh um but then he cannot go back <laughs> Yeah, and I love how like they also like played on the fact how about how weird it actually is for Batman to like bring a kid around with him. Like when he's first like trying to infiltrate the prison, yeah, and like he catches Barbara and Barbara Gordon. Barb was like, "Is that your kid?" No, no. He's like, "Well, it'd be pretty weird if it wasn't your kid." I thought that was really funny and the whole like scene of how good robin is at being obedient mm-hmm. <laughs> or like listening to rules and so like when they break into the fortress of solitude and batman's like do a double backflip now do this this, <laughs> this, this. and then then he says now do all of that but, but backwards and then he walks outside <laughs> and he just falls in front of him yeah. i got it <laughs> yeah i thought it was oh, i thought it was so good 
I think they just executed uh, on every single level, you know? Um, yeah. Every character was done really well. Even the side villains, it was just super cute. Like how Bane still had the weird uh, accent that he does in um, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, but um, like dressed as like the Batman and Robin one. Right. Um, you know? And then yeah. we've got, uh, we've got, um, we're, uh, that was a weird, Zoe Kravitz is actually um, what, uh, Catwoman in this. Is she? Yeah, I, I believe that's what it said in the credits, which I thought was kind of interesting since she ended up being, and I, th- I feel like this was. Meow, meow. Yeah. Come uh, here, meow, meow. Come here, meow, meow. Yeah, it, is, it is Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> which is wild now that she's actually Catwoman, mm-hmm. the Batman coming up. Yeah, but one thing, speaking of voices in it, uh, Ray Fiennes voices uh, Alfred in this movie, mm-hmm. but he doesn't voice Voldemort. Oh. Which I thought was weird too. They got another voice actor for Voldemort because, of that course, really Ray Ray Fiennes um, vo- played um, uh, played Voldemort. Oh, Voldemort. The... There you go. I don't know why I just blinked on that. Played <laughs> Voldemort um, in the Harry Potter in the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. So I thought that was weird why they didn't do that, but I thought he did <laughs> he did great. But the <laughs> I just oh man, this movie just brings me so much joy it's just incredible how they were able to gather such like this kind of all-star cast, even uh, like how um, Channing Tatum is uh, Superman. Yes. Mariah Carey, uh-huh. I think is the mayor. Well, like the yeah. fake mayor, I guess that, that was also a great scene to execute. I was like, Oh wow. This mayor is actually doing something for the series for, for like Gotham. Nope. It's just Batman. <laughs> Batman. It's just Batman. Oh. Yeah. Um, it makes was... him seem this like really like egotistical man that but it's not that he's super egotistical it's more so he doesn't know what to do right and it's also also like the part uh, at the at the beginning of the movie where he plays uh, another reference to the key in batman but the let's get nut mix yes and he has that he has that song of like who never skips leg day batman, <laughs> batman. who has no parents Batman, Batman who pays his taxes not Batman <laughs> it's uh, I cannot like exaggerate enough just how special this film is it really is um, do, it, you want, do you want to guess how much it made at the box office it didn't did it I feel like it underperformed in comparison to the Lego movie what like 250 million uh, kind of close it, it, it was 311 million really um yeah i mean opening weekend 53 million mm-hmm. um it uh was number one on the weekend it came out um had two other new releases that week as well 50 shades darker and then john wick 2 but this came out as number one okay but i do feel like this dramatically underperformed it should have gotten so much more love than it did well the crazy thing is is like it it did relatively well still um Obviously, yeah, I mean, position thing kind of threw it under the bus. Yeah, it had an eighty million dollar budget, and so it, the movie definitely made money. It mm-hmm. should have been, it should have made more though. Well, the one thing I'm confused on, um, in so in this movie, is it real Legos or is this all animated? I'm pretty sure it's all animated. Okay, because wasn't the Lego movie like a mix of both? I don't think so, but they animated it in a way to make it look like it was stop motion. Okay. 
I thought that's what it was. I don't know if they actually re- used real Legos, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like in the Mandalorian, right? They had the baby Yoda puppet and the baby Yoda was a real puppet. Yeah. But when the, when they needed the puppet to do things it couldn't do, they CGI'd it, but only in the way the puppet would move. To right. make it like no, so I think it's kind of the similar where they only animated it in the way Legos would move if you were to do a stop motion uh, animation version of it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, it's crazy just how good, like how how realistic the Legos do look. Like you have the weird kind of like the plastic cut lines on their heads and stuff like that. Yeah, and then even from the very first of this movie, I, I love the Lego thing, and it's like. Can we uh, fly uh, this plane full of explosives over the, the most crime-ridden city in America? As long as they're best friends. Okay, yay! <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, the detail and all the Lego were kind of like what you were saying. I felt like they did a really did a good job at all that attention to detail. Yeah. Um, I think they just did like how far from home I'm not far from, is it far from, no. No Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Was like an homage to all of the Spider-Men. This was uh, their kind of homage to all of Batman. Yeah. (laughs) And I I think it's executed wonderfully, and I'm kind of upset that I've never heard anyone talk about it as glowingly as um, I, I feel this film deserves. I know, but like, it's so funny because like, you know, like when they were doing like all the flashbacks, like as we were talking about, of like, you had this phase in 2018, 2016, you know, all 2012, 2008, but they're all like the Lego poses. They're all like still Lego, but when it gets to 1966, they just still did it all just actual footage from the series. Series. Oh, and uh, I love the, um, that, uh, the, the fight scene. Which um, fight scene? The uh, the closing one where he's fighting with Robin, and he's like, "All right, there's gonna be all- when you hit someone, there's gonna be these uh, words that say like uh, how hard we're hitting someone." So they they start beating each other. It's like bang, pow, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, this uh, don't know why it took you so long to see this movie. Honestly, me either. <laughs> it's fun to talk about it with someone who's never seen it before because I absolutely adore this movie. This movie just puts you in a good mood. It really does. You know, like it's if you're ever in a if you ever need a good mood movie to watch, just watch the Lego Batman movie. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's wonderful. It is so delightful in so many ways. And so many unexpected turns that just totally work for what it is. Oh, yeah. I feel like this is Space Jam 2 done right. (laughs) (laughs) In the sense, you know, like there's so many extra just added Easter egg characters in there, but they did it right for this movie. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like they were shoehorned in. It made sense for them to be in this. Uh, They obviously, the main cast is all the... They don't overdo it like they did like space jam did you know right you're mainly focused the only other characters from outside of this universe are villains which makes sense in the context of what's going on yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but oh man this movie i just loved it and like oh what i'm trying to think of some of my other favorite moments in the movie because there's so many there's so many good things in this movie 
Uh, also, this is one of the. This is a uh, another Batman movie. Yes, it's another Batman movie that focuses on Batman. Yeah, and this also has a great balance between. Uh, uh, because I felt like the movie there is actually like a connected relationship between Batman and Joker, and you understand why it's there. So yeah. when the points they focus on Joker, I'm just like, okay, this makes sense to help uh, to help uh, establish and develop Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm glad you brought that point up. Yeah, it's just something that we didn't, we haven't been able to see too often with Batman, which hopefully we see with this upcoming film. Right. Yeah, and so as far as the Lego Batman goes, where does it rank on your list of Batman movies? Um, actually, this is my number two now. It's your number two. It's my number two as well. Wonderful, but it's my. I think I think it doesn't cut out like I do like the live action ones, so I'll still leave my number one where it is. Um, yeah. With uh, but like this movie came out of nowhere and completely outranked everything else. Yeah, for real. So, okay, so let's run down your list. What's your list again? All right. So, oh, just one second. I was actually checking out something. Um, so this movie you, you said did three hundred eleven million. Yeah. Um, Into the Spider Verse actually only did three hundred seventy five million. So Spider Verse did. Spider Verse did more, but like in terms, I don't think that's a crazy amount to like judge that off of. Yeah. Interesting. But anyways, uh, my list is uh, one. Okay. Sorry. Go. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Number one is going to be Batman, uh, the Dark Knight. Okay. Number two, the Lego Batman movie. Okay. Um, Number three is going to be Batman Begins. Four is Dark Knight Rises. Okay. And honestly, uh, I do have a switch up. I, I think wasn't I, I it, with your praise for it. I watched it another time and it has hopped up. Uh, Batman Forever is there now at my four spot. It's 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 a good one. I mean, it's five spot, one. but yeah, it, it did surprise me. Um, and I did watch the Burton ones and they didn't. I honestly didn't like him as much at the end. So uh, yeah, following that one, we have um Batman, then uh, Batman Returns. Wait, Batman uh, 66 or 89? 66. Okay. Yeah. Um, then Batman 89, then Batman Returns, and bringing up the bottom of the list, Batman and Robin. Perfect. I'm trying to, I'm going to try and quickly throw together like a list. I could recombine these lists. Mm-hmm. What would they be? I think, I think it would go. Oh, this is so hard to do on the spot. Um, let's see, let's see. One, uh, I don't know. So I think we we have. I have begins at one. You have begins at three. Mm-hmm. Um, we each have Lego at two. Yes. So I think if we were to combine our list, like average them out. Yeah. I think Lego Batman would have to take the number one spot because you both have it at number two. Yeah, that makes the most sense. Like right? in terms of like voting, it would have the most votes for it. Right. And then I think begins. I have begins at one. You have begins at three. Yeah. 
which so I think begins year one makes... is three would be two. Right. And so I think next uh, it's the dark night. Mm-hmm. That's which is my four year one. Mm-hmm. So we have that off that off. We have that and that then the next one, honestly. Um, oh, whoops. So wait, the dark night is actually my six year one, but it's year one. So we have to put it. I mean, if we averaged it out on our list, the Dark Knight Rises is actually higher than the Dark Knight. Oh. If we average them out. Yeah. I say we just go with the average. That makes the most sense. Yeah. So it goes Lego. It goes the Lego Batman. Then it goes Begins. Then it goes the Dark Knight Rises. And then I <laughs> I just have the Dark Knight so low compared. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... It would have to go the Dark Knight, then forever. Uh, actually, I think average because let's see, I have it at three, you have it at five. five. Average of that out, that's four. Yeah, so Dark Knight would still go ahead because averaging out that would be about seven. So it goes seven. to Dark Knight and forever, and then I think it goes uh 66. And then I goes um, Batman eighty nine. Uh, yeah, we we both have Batman eight. We have returns in eighty nine flipped on our list. Mm. We have returns and uh, yeah, we can put eighty nine and then returns. So and then Batman and Robin, so, the film that Batman shall not be Robin. named. <laughs> yes. So I think. To run it down, to combine our lists, to kind of average them out, uh, number nine is Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Number eight is Batman Returns. Right. Number seven is Batman 89. Number six is 66. That's kind of funny. That is um, kind of funny. Number five is Batman Forever. Number four is The Dark Knight. Number three is The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, number two is Begins. And number one is the Lego Batman movie. And guess what we might do? What? Haven't talked to you about this storage idea I just came up with on my head. Okay. Uh, Just right now. Um, You know that app Letterboxd? Yes. I think we should create a Welcome to the Movies Letterboxd account. I think that's a wonderful idea. So people can follow us, at least when we make lists like this. Yes. They, they can uh, follow us and maybe like when each of us watch a movie we can just like have a whole welcome to the movies watch list there mm-hmm. on it i think that'd be fun but i think this batman list would might be the first one we publish on that uh on that uh letterbox but since we have welcome to the movies now we can start uh making uh pushing for it like accounts and promote it Push. and everything because honestly Mm-hmm. We haven't promoted this podcast at all just because we haven't known how to promote it. But now we're going to do a big promoting push, hopefully. Yes. Um, you can probably, um, over this next week, we'll probably uh, set up an Instagram account, probably a Twitter account. And I think those are going to be in Letterboxd, I guess. Yeah. And then once we, we have, have to have a letterbox, up, we're a movie, we're a movie place. Yeah, we have to. Especially with all of our lists and everything. But, you know, yeah, that's a, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of people 
I mean, as far as averages go, yeah, Lego bet Lego begins, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Forever, sixty six. I honestly feel like the top six movies are really good, and then it just goes down after that. Yeah, that's that's so, what I'd have to agree on too. I so think our if, order might be a little bit different compared to like the the populace. I, the I think norm. Dark Knight is going to be the norm one at number one, anyways. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, of... that's because of me having it at six. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> but also... I'm fine with Lego Batman at one, too. Yeah. But I think also, do you have a, your own personal letterbox account, George? Um, honestly, I do. And then I lost my email that I had with it. That's OK, because I think mm-hmm. when we like post our rankings, mm-hmm. you know, you can do like multiple pictures per post on Instagram. Yes. You know? I think when we post the rankings, we need to post uh, the show's average mm-hmm. and then mine and yours. Yes. I think we need to do that. I think that's a wonderful idea as well. Perfect. Well, oh man, talking about Batman, when does uh when does this is gonna this is gonna be relevant, trust me. Uh, when does Into the Spider-Verse 2 come out? Isn't it end of this year? Isn't it October something? October seventh. Uh, seventh. Okay, so how many Spider-Man movies do we have? We have three Raimi's, two, two Garfields, Garf- and three, three Hollands, and then the and first, first Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. So that's nine. And this could be really relevant because we have no idea what the Spider-Verse is going to entail. Right. So let's see. If Spider-Verse comes out October seventh. We can do, let's see, we'll probably release the last one the week of Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ooh, come mid August, starting reviewing Spider Man movies, probably do a Spider Man rewatch. That'll be fun. I, I I honestly think this was a, a great idea to review all these Batman because now more than ever, I'm so excited to see the Batman. I know it really does build hype, doesn't it? It really does. Um, it really does. Yeah. And now you're realizing like, oh, it's been so long since we've gotten something like even Lego Batman movie was 2017. I think so. Yeah. So it has been quite a long time since we've gotten a Batman on the big screen. If yeah. we're considering like true Batman true like stand on batman yeah uh, so let's we see. all know I'm... batfleck exists <laughs> but i man i wanted a standalone batfleck but that's not going to happen unfortunately awesome. so i'm looking quickly at the box office um mojo charts um to seeing like when's like the next good movie we can do a rewatch for again i think the next closest is jurassic park jurassic park I mean, we have Sonic. We'll probably review Sonic yeah. uh, before that. But as far as like a franchise a rewatch, we could go wild and do Harry Potter for Fantastic Beasts 2. <sighs> oh, but shoot. I don't really. <laughs> Personally, I don't really want to. I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge either. Harry Potter fan. Like I'll watch them every now and then. But Fantastic Beasts might kill me. Uh, have you seen the first two? I like the first one better than the second one. Oh, I think both of them Wait, no, are no. awful. No, I have it backwards. I, well, okay. I like the magical creatures that came with those films. Yeah. <laughs> that was like my big selling point. Yeah, so I don't know. 
it might be a good idea just to get i don't know this is business to get traffic to our pot but i don't know that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough convincing for me to do that hopefully Um, hopefully we'll have the following to get a vote going yes oh we probably can't review all 28 mcu movies before dr strange 2 no or else we're gonna we're gonna make them like mini segments on every podcast we would have to like start that now um so but as far as like realistic ones uh let's binge watch downton abbey (laughs) just kidding um only 300 or 100 episodes episodes yes yeah so i think yeah like you said i think june is yeah june 10th right is when jurassic park uh dominion comes out or jurassic world dominion rather so then our next watch-a-thon would be about between like let's start there's only five movies two yeah two three four yeah the only it would start about may 10th so means we have three months of just doing whatever the heck we want which will be fun Um, and of course at least the nice thing is well, um, any big sequels that are coming out, we'll of course do rewatches. Right. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. But like we're t- talking about this, like there's multiple films in the Jurassic franchise we can. Uh, and maybe we'll even watch like based on like an actor or director of a movie that's coming out that week. Revisit mm-hmm. another movie with holy crap. Did you know Taika Waititi was in Lightyear? He is. Sorry. Completely off subject tangent. <laughs> but like I'm looking at the release schedule and Lightyear, it said Taika Waititi on it. That's when, weird. Do you know? Does it say who he plays or no? Oh, I don't know. Probably on IMDb it does. But yeah. they can probably do something with Pixar because Turning Red's coming up March 11th. Yes. So probably some sort of Pixar-themed episode next week, mm-hmm. or the next couple episodes maybe. Yeah, and then we'll get a. We'll of course have the review episode of Turning Red. Yeah. Generally, we're not gonna. Uh, we're gonna focus on more of the bigger releases. Uh, always, I mean, that's what people want to hear about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but should we? Yeah. At least, been... to, at least to throw on to next episode, want to talk about this weekend's box office? Yeah, and like throw in because let's talk about this week's box office. We had there... like some big surprises. Honestly, we did have big surprises. Um. Mainly, uh, Uncharted was like, and we're going to be talking about the President's Day weekend numbers here. Mm-hmm. All right. Because it was, of course, the four-day weekend. Um, At least here in the States, yes. Yeah. So over this four-day weekend domestically, uh, Uncharted was only projected to get about $30 million or so over yeah. the four-day weekend. Broke expectations. By uh, made $51 million. Which, in terms, it's what one of only six films to do over fifty million since the pandemic. Oh, I don't, oh, I don't know that number. Let's see, because I think Godzilla versus Kong did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I know, and then obviously Shang- Spider Man, Spider Man, Shang Chi, and Black Widow did. Black Widow but did. Didn't Black Widow cross fifty? That would wig me out if it did. Let me look at that real quick. Oh, um, but if that it wasn't very, it hasn't been very many. Yeah, Black Widow did eighty opening weekend. Holy cow! Yeah, and so yeah, it's definitely this. I think because I read actually read some interesting statistics about this. 
which is kind of hopeful for the future of movie going in this pandemic recovery stage four, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncharted, the average, the average uh, audience that went to Uncharted uh, was male, uh, like about 20, 28 and under the average mm-hmm. audience for Uncharted. Um, however, Dog, that new Channing Tatum movie came in at number two with 17 million. I was weekend, very happy to see that movie did well. Which also uh, overperformed. Yeah. And the average that was uh, females actually uh, 35 and over. Wow. Which that demographic was one of the ones that had been slowest coming to movies, uh, statistically mm-hmm. speaking. And so I think it shows that people are finally willing to come back to the movies. No, and it's it's great to see that, um, especially because yeah. with both of these films, um, Uncharted is uh, the first film from PlayStation Studios, which we'll be talking about um, in our next episode. Um, yes. And then Dog just being a kind of out of the blue film. Um I think it's Paramount. I don't know, but I I haven't. Um, at least its distributor distributor is United Artists Releasing. Have no idea what that is. Oh, that's what Box weird. Office Mojo says. Oh wow. Um, but I haven't seen Dog yet. But since there's no movies, really big movies coming out this week, I think I'll be able to catch it. That's that's I'll what I was planning to, to do as well. Yeah, get a yeah. get something in before we go see the Batman. Um, exactly. But those two movies performing as well as they did because, uh, regardless of how many movies have actually broke the fifty million mark, um, the fact that Uncharted can do it based that's just based on a video game movie, um, mm-hmm. and also Dog overperforming is really really hopeful that um, we're not going to have to worry about movie theaters going going away anytime soon. Exactly, and I think it also shows the star power that is Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Spider-Man No Way Home. Did you hear this? Um, uh, Sony postponed um, the release date for Spider-Man coming out on Blu-ray by a month. Yes. Which means that they're trying to milk as much box office as they can. They're going to milk it to the very, very last drop. Oh, and it's uh, it's insane that they're doing that. But, I mean, if it's still making millions every week, I might as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Might as well. I mean, it only dropped 1%. Um, as far as domestic goes, um, uh, let's see. As far as domestic goes, um, it's number three all-time domestic, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably going to stay at that spot uh, because if you really think about it, um, I think uh, Endgame is about... 60-ish million dollars ahead of it. Yeah. But then Force Awakens has a record that's never going to be beaten. It made almost a billion just domestically. That's a record that's going to be untouched. I, have a I, th- I think it will... Something eventually will come along. Um, I don't know what that is because also in kind of weird news, um, I think Marvel had is come out and said that there's not going to be another avengers type movie okay so yes that's a semantic play though right yeah um i i I can't believe that there's not going to be another movie called avengers i mean they might have like something called a west coast avengers or Mm -hmm. like the new avengers so as far as like they mean like it's not nothing will ever be called the avengers or something because like kevin 
Feige did say like that was the final Avengers film. Mm-hmm. But they are obviously setting up another team movie. I think next year we're going to hear announcement of another one. Yeah. But it's very hard for me to believe. But I actually just pulled up the um, all-time domestic list here. Um, Force Awakens, $936 million. Wow. Endgame. Endgame was even $80 million short domestically at eight fifty-eight. That boggles my mind because I know Star Wars is big, but I feel like superheroes are so much bigger. Yeah, if I mean Force Awakens, that record's never. If Endgame couldn't do it, yeah, I don't see another Marvel movie doing it anytime soon. What if What if we get another Star Wars? I mean, I think Star Wars is a bit of a uh, hitter. I don't think it has the same appeal as far as movies go. Um, who yeah. knows, but winning changes everything. So if Obi-Wan comes out and kills it, uh, that's probably good. Speaking of Obi-Wan, John Williams is coming back to score a theme for Obi-Wan. He is not uh, composing the entire series, but he is composing the theme for Obi-Wan. And that is just so perfect. So perfect. No. Um, John Williams. Oh, it's really nice to Obi-Wan, hear that. Star Wars. But also, we don't know how long, how many. It's probably going to be the main theme is what I'd assume. No, it's it, yeah. They said that it is going to be the main theme. Oh, it is okay. Sure. Well, yeah, but like he's still working at ninety. It's like absurd. He's scoring the Fablemans. Yeah. That's well, you'd the, assume that this man's like, if he stops, he will die. Yeah, it's going to be like, yeah. I feel like he can live for as long as he wants to. Like once he stops making music, like you said, it's going to die. But you want to play a fun little quick impromptu game right here? Oh, I'd love to. Okay, I'm going to give you two movies, mm-hmm. all right? And you're going to guess which one's higher on the domestic uh, all-time list. Okay. All right? So the first movie I'm giving you is going to be uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. All right? Then the next movie I'm going to give you is going to be Wonder Woman. Which movie made more domestically? Jurassic World 2 or Wonder Woman? Jurassic World. Jurassic World made more by about $5 million. Really? It was that close? Yeah, it was close. Let me try and do one that worked that's not as close. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, but I feel like one's not as close might be easier to get, but we'll see. All right. Uh, the first one I'm giving you is Zootopia. Mm-hmm. Right. And the next one I'm giving you is going to be uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok or Zootopia? Yeah. I feel like Zootopia has to be it because that was the last. Was that Pixar? Uh, Zootopia was Disney. It was just Disney? 2016. Wow. Um, Does that change it, though? Zootopia, final answer. Right. You're correct. Thor made 315. Zootopia made 341. That's kind of... That's an interesting thing to, like, note. Yeah. I mean, Zootopia did cross a billion. Yeah. I don't think Thor Ragnarok did. It probably did really well in the States, but then 
I don't know. Do does Marvel not reach a huge audience outside of here? You know, that's a great question. Let me pull up Endgame real quick and see if I can like see. I don't think I've ever looked at like international. I don't know. I'm gonna have to do that later. Like in the United, yeah. I don't know. This box office deep dive is fun, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think Marvel's doing fine. I mean, I think uh, I don't know because oh, I, I don't Whoa. know what their typical gross is. What? So I put in um, I hopped on Box Office Mojo and went to Worldwide. Uh-huh. The Worldwide Box Office for uh, Uncharted is 143 million already. I think it's I think it's What's its budget? Does that say on there? Sometimes it's hard to find there. I think its budget was only like eighty million. Oh, I don't. Let me see. I, I haven't I pulled up that low. Uh, Ninety to one hundred twenty million. So there's no final to... number. I think I read somewhere. I think it was the one twenty million. Huh. So it needs to make about three thirty to break even. Oh my god! I don't. I don't, I don't know because this movie didn't really have that much marketing. I feel like. No, it didn't. I mean, a lot of it was just like I, I, I think it had the last, the same thing. Whereas, like last second, it kind of just gave you things. Yeah. Um, it's also really interesting to like look at it because the number one movie of the year so far is a movie called Watergate Bridge, which is, I believe, a Chinese only movie. It made four hundred eighty million dollars. Yeah, which, um, to be honest, it's hard for me to trust uh, Chinese uh, box office numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard for me to like give much weight to to them. It's so weird, um, especially like some of the movies they open up specifically in China and then Australia, and New Zealand. Yeah, a lot and of then, films are. actually like some big kind of news. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it's great for the movie industry. Um, uh, the Batman and Uncharted got a like are being shown in china they're being released in china which has been something really hard to be able to do right i mean if for those of you who don't know how it works they china has a quota they can only let 34 american movies in every year Mm -hmm. and out of those 34 uh china plays a big part they're the second biggest uh, movie market uh in in the world uh in the world right now and so definitely having uh, kind of those higher budget movies play in China. I definitely think it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, that's a good sign for the movie industry. Oh, it's incredible! And the nice thing is, is that being allowed, uh, that only gives you know more money for Uncharted. So hopefully, we do get that sequel. But we'll talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Hold on, I'm trying to trying to play another fun game, but I can't exactly get the numbers. <laughs> Ah, shoot. All right. Let's try and. Okay. Let's play this game. In 2015, I'm going to give you five movies. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me which one grossed the highest in Iceland. Are you ready? In Iceland? Yeah. Okay. Iceland. Okay. I'm going to give you the top five in a random order. Mm -hmm. You try to place them as far as like how much they grossed in Iceland. Okay. 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 So this is 2015. You have Spectre. 
you have which is james bond spectre yeah you have the force awakens you have minions you have everest and then you have avengers age of ultron what right now try to put those movies in order okay i feel how high they were in iceland so it was age of ultron um wait whoa 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 hold, hold up let me let me write these down repeat them one more time sorry so you have specter mm-hmm. you have the force awakens cool you have everest you have age of ultron and then you have minions hmm. so i'm gonna go force awakens one okay specter two okay age three everest four minions five you went oh for five my no five my boy okay are you ready uh-huh. number five uh, age of ultron what? Uh, four was minions three was specter two was force awakens and the number one film of iceland of 2015 was everest <laughs> oh my god how much did it make there uh, so, I- Iceland obviously a pretty small market. Oh uh, yes, of, of course. But Everest made uh, six hundred seventy thousand. Six hundred seventy thousand. Um, and then Force Awakens made four hundred eighty-eight thousand. What? So, well, <laughs> one by <laughs> one by a good margin there. A one by a good margin. That's crazy. Like, do they have like a Josh? Well, no, even it. Yeah, they must just really love Josh Brolin. We're really upset he's he wasn't in Avengers until Endgame or Everest. Like, who else was in Everest? Wasn't um wasn't Gyllenhaal in that or something? Uh, I can't remember. I know a lot of people died. That's all I remember. Honestly, Everest is a really good movie, so I'm glad that it did really well there. Yeah, it had Jason Clark, Sam Worthington, Josh Brolin, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, he was. But what the heck? Really, the only connection I can make is Iceland. Everest has ice. <laughs> I don't know. Right? Well, and it's weird. Iceland's know. like the greener one, too. I don't even know. That's a wacky. I, I, I enjoyed that game, though. That's actually really smart. All right. You're, okay. We won't play a game, but I'll just. Okay. So it looks like in 2016, they had an Icelandic movie take number one. Okay. Um. It looks like it. Yeah, because I only played in Iceland, so that took number one. A Rogue mm-hmm. One took number two. Deadpool took number three. Suicide Squad took number four. And Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them took number five. Oh my gosh. So, I don't know. George, I'm coming at you with another random country next week. Hey, I, I think that's a great idea. This should definitely be a recurring segment. Perfect. I love it. Uh, cool. Speed, before we go, before we go, as you said, there's only one major uh, box office movie coming out this week, and that is uh, Studio 666, which is a uh, Foo Fighters movie. Yeah, it's like a Foo Fighters slasher film, from what I understand. Yes. And so, as far as uh, this upcoming box office weekend, you're unfortunately only able to record one episode last week, so we didn't make full predictions. George, what are your box office predictions for this week? Um, this coming week, 
I think we're gonna have Uncharted number one one uh, again. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's my thing. You did say we only have one like mass one at Studio Six Six Six, but there's been a little movie that you've been very excited about that also comes Cyrano. out. Cyrano. Yeah. yeah. Cyrano. It's only considered a limited release, so I don't know. Like, because mm. I'd say if it's more than like three thousand theaters. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to find that, but let me just Google search. Um, theaters is a limited release. I don't know what that's considered. Okay, like, is it like so less than 100 or something like that? A quick Google search is 600 theaters. Ooh, okay. Number two, um, Studio 666. Uh, number three, I think we're going to see um, Spider-Man still hanging um, okay especially since there's nothing crazy out this weekend mm-hmm. um four i think we'll have a uh, dog and then okay <sighs> what do what do we do for F- five i'll say death on the nile hangs in a uh, jackass forever made number five this past weekend yeah gosh oh. Oh, so so Death on the Nile bumps down from four, four to five, five. All right. Wow. So I think Uncharted is going to be number one as well. Okay. I think that's going to be number one. A number two. Oof. Let's see. Spider Man only took one percent drop. I think Dog's going to take uh, the typical sixty percent drop you see in movies usually. Mm-hmm. So I actually think for some bizarre reason, I think No Way Home is going to be number two. Oh, wow. Which is going to be crazy thinking about it. Um, and then I think, honestly, have our Foo Fighters, I, I'm so not in the music realm. Mm-hmm. Are Foo Fighters, like, are they popular? Are they more of a cult band? or They're pretty, no like, idea. widely popular. Um, the reason why okay. a lot of people are looking forward to this film is they really like their music videos. So they're hoping this kind of, like, translates. Okay. I don't know. This is coming in a wide release. Um, I have to, I have to give that the benefit over the doubt. Is Studio Six 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 at three, mm-hmm. Dog at four, Death on the Nile at five. Okay. okay. So we're both thinking that Jack gets kicked out of the top five. Yeah. What do cool. you think Uncharted's gonna make? I think Uncharted will do like a twenty million. 20 minutes about a 50% drop I think it's going to be a lower drop because I think uh, positive word of mouth at least from all the critics is going to help it so you say it's going to be 20 Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be around there yeah I'm going to I want this movie to do better so unfortunately I think it's going to be sub 20 I'm going 18 really yeah unfortunately the weird thing is it has like a 40% on the Rotten Tomatoes critic it's got a 98% on um for like a actual viewership yeah it's crazy no crazy yeah we'll get in uh, we'll get talking about that next uh next episode though yes we shall awesome so that's the episode thank you for listening thank you for listening thank you for coming to the movies with us yeah um we will of course have all of our media social medias and everything popping up um well this episode's going up so (laughs) yes yes so we shall we shall all right cool everyone enjoy yourselves and have a great one go watch some movies (laughs) all right bye-bye everyone